Hello, my name is Ben Jenkins. Welcome back to another episode of the New Great Video Podcast. Just like to start the episode by wishing all of the nurses out there a happy International Nurses Day. In celebration of this event, I interviewed this morning Lauren Philpot. Lauren, hailing all the way from the UK, is a paediatric nurse as well as being a published author. Her book is called Being a Nurse from Graduation to Revalidation. The book itself is highly targeted at new graduate nurses entering the profession. It pretty much starts off on day one uh, and goes all the way throughout her graduate program. And it's just providing her recounts of her own program. And as I sort of mentioned in today's episode, I'm going through page after page and I can really relate to exactly how Lauren felt. And I really do believe it was a, a real account and a true account of what you can expect when starting off as a, as a grad nurse. In today's episode, we start by talking about Lauren, how she got into nursing, a little about her studies in the UK, um, but also a large focus is, is really on this book. Um, so anyway, guys, I hope you enjoy this episode today with Lauren Philpott. All right, g'day, Lauren. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Hello. Hey. So, uh, Lauren, hey. <laughs> It's so, so much of a good talking yet today. I'm so very thankful for you being on to the New Grad Radio podcast. Um, I've had a bit of a, I've recorded a little bit of intro about you already, Lauren, talking all about your achievements and especially me being able to talk to a, a published author, which I think is absolutely <laughs> outstanding. Oh, uh, I still find we... it really crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but before we jump into that sort of stuff, I'd just like to find out about yourself and how you got into nursing. So um, my parents are both nurses. My mum works in a special care baby unit and my dad's a mental health nurse. So I've always kind of been surrounded by nursing. And uh, it was just something that I was interested in. And when I looked into it, I was really keen to give it a try. Yeah, okay. Yeah, cool. Excellent. So growing up with that, with those, with your parents as well, you must have got yeah. a really good intro of what, exactly what to expect. Yeah, and I, uh, I knew all about the working Christmas and working weekends and nights and they'd always sort of come home from work and talk about their day and their experiences and it just, I always found it really interesting. So I was fully prepared from the start, wasn't oh, under any illusions. <laughs> yeah, did you come straight from high school then? So you knew exactly yeah. what you wanted to do? Yeah, I went straight to uni from high school, yeah. Oh, that's incredible. No, yeah. especially like someone like myself, it took me ages to sort of figure out what I wanted to do just yeah um just tried a whole different sort of things went across to America and worked in summer camps and all sorts of stuff and then eventually it clicked but I've yeah. always admired someone like yourself who's really had that drive from really early on so that's that's fantastic yeah. and talk to me a little bit more about your your uni over in the UK because I know that you guys work it a little bit differently than what we do here in Australia you get to sort of choose a specialty as in like you're working with adults or you go through uni and you work just with paediatrics so yeah. what did you do? So I um, chose paediatrics straight away uh, so uh, we had to apply specifically for the branch that we wanted but then uh, there was the option after we tried a few different ones we could switch if we wanted to but it was kind of like a like for like switch so you had to find someone who wanted to swap with you but uh -huh. um, I knew from the off that I wanted to do peds and that was what I went into um and then my first year was kind of common foundation year so you did a placement in adults placement in pediatrics placement in maternity placement in mental health and a placement in learning disability um and then so you kind of had a bit of a broad view of it all anyway but then the second and third year was specifically for the branch that you chose 
Okay, fair enough. And what made you want to choose paediatrics? I've always loved just being around kids and I find them really funny and really fascinating and I've never been one of these people that is afraid to upset them like not that I would deliberately <laughs> upset a child but um I I've always kind of found the idea of looking after adults really sad like old people it just reminds me of my grandparents and it makes me want to cry um oh, but yeah. kids I just have always enjoyed being around them and I kind of knew that I wanted to work with them no that's that's fair cool and tell me a bit more yeah. about your, your final year placements did you end up working where you're working now or uh no so I trained um uh, in Wales we were on my family live and then when I qualified I moved away so uh, my final placements were on my local children's ward uh, so I kind of vaguely knew the hospital and I knew some people that worked there mm. uh, but when I qualified then I moved to somewhere completely new a hospital I'd never been to kind of started afresh as a newly no. qualified nurse. Yeah no I know exactly how you feel Lauren I'm not moving mm. states myself moved many 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 uh kilometers away from, from where I'm <laughs> and it is yeah. certainly different not only are you starting a new profession as in like you're starting yeah. independently now but you're also having to to integrate into a new place of living how did you yeah. find that sort of transition for you was it difficult um yeah, it was kind of yeah i did uh it was kind of up and down i made the decision myself to move so i i was fully prepared for it um I think I was just nervous to start out somewhere new anyway and I did get a little bit homesick at the beginning but I settled in really quickly. The team that I work with are fantastic and they made me feel at home straight away. So um, it's, it was overall, it was really good. It was just a kind of a bumpy first few weeks but I haven't looked back. Fair cool. And in that preparation, yeah. so you've, you've graduated from uni now, you're all set to, to take on your new job. Was yeah. there any advice that mum and dad gave you? Um. Oh, that's a tough question, actually. Just, oh, I don't know. Um, not really, I guess. Just kind of be myself and yeah. work hard, I guess. No, fair cool, because both of my, my parents aren't anything to do with the medical field. So oh, yeah. sort of it was all very, very pretty much on your own sort of a thing. Yeah. So no, that, that's fine. Um, so when you first started, you said that those first few weeks were pretty bumpy. What do you mean? Yeah um so kind of personally being away from home I found it a little bit tricky and starting a new job you have like all the pressure and kind of feel a little bit like a fish out of water um so I did find it a little bit kind of tricky getting going I was surprised because as my final sort of placement as a student was 16 weeks long so uh, I feel like I really became part of that team and um really gelled with them so starting a new team and then suddenly being a nurse on my own I found it a lot more pressure than I thought it would be because we're at, when I was on my final placement I kind of breezed through it um, mm. because I knew the people and I knew the place and it I think it did surprise me at first how different it felt being qualified mm. and I was a little bit sort of just a, a bit ah like what do I do but as soon as I got settled in properly and I think finding your way around a new place as well is always difficult. I think that kind of adds an extra hurdle. For sure. Um, but, yeah, so once I was settled, I was fine. It was just kind of the whole lots of new things at once. Oh, sure, that initial shock. Yeah. And especially 16 weeks. That's an incredible amount of time. Yeah, like I know yeah. the, uh, like the, the longest placement that I was on at uni was six weeks. We oh, sort really? of just, yeah, we rotated. Um, and, and as you can imagine, with, with six weeks, yes, you're starting to really integrate into the team by that time. And yeah. they start to give you that little bit more 
autonomy when it comes to yeah. handling your patient load but I can't even imagine what 16 works would be like yeah. you're really part of the team at that time yeah you? You re- yeah we, like we really did gel and my final placement was where I did my final placement of second year as well so I'd already met them all oh. I already knew how it worked I knew sort of the whole system so going there as a third year it was pretty much like yeah I'm your mentor but crack on yeah so um suddenly starting somewhere new that I didn't know anybody and where I was um, I had a period of supernumerary, which was really helpful, but I was working alongside someone and it felt just really bizarre kind of being back in that situation. No, feck all alone. That's it. And so uh, just integrating into uh, where you're working at the moment. So what sort of ward are you on at the moment? So you're working with PEDS? Yeah, general children's ward. Um, so we take 10 days up to 16 years and anything medical, surgical, orthopedic, we do it all. We don't do any intensive care. Um, if any children need anything more sort of high dependency than we can provide, then we transfer them to one of the tertiary units. But we do pretty much everything other than that. Oh, that's incredible. So that, that's yeah. probably why as well it was such a big, big shock. That's such yeah. a variety of patients yeah. that you're taking on. And there's so much to learn. Yeah. Yeah, an awful lot to learn. But I, I love learning. I think that's my that's my thing. As long as I can keep learning something new, then I can keep motivated so that's that's my favorite bit I think yeah incredible attitude Lauren that's fantastic (laughs) so Lauren you've um recounted in your book so we'll start talking about that a little bit so it's called being a nurse from graduation to revalidation it's been out now for about 12 months a bit over 12 Um, months a little bit less than that it was published in July oh Oh, wow here we go yeah so I'm in the book as well, which, again, I've, I've read, and I think it's an absolutely incredible read. And that's so good to be able to talk to you firsthand as well all about it. Because what I love is that the book is just so relatable. It's really aimed and targeted at, as exactly as the title suggests, like new nurses coming into it. And sort of paraphrasing from, from your book as well, you've written it because there wasn't really anything like it at the time. Yeah. You've, you've encapsulated that stressful first few shifts all the way through the graduate program and some things that you you come to expect and littered throughout the the book as well is a whole heap of direct quotes that you were taking down and you were journaling through your graduate program as well yeah what made you want to do that in in a nutshell why why were you taking those notes um so it was kind of like a almost a coping mechanism for moving away um I'd heard that journaling was really good for sort of mindfulness and uh I guess I just wanted to be able to look back on it when I was older and remember my first couple of days couple of years as a nurse and um and I'm really glad I did because when I reread it I was quite surprised by how I felt at the start because I couldn't Mm -hmm. really remember those feelings um and now when I think back it's all very positive but reading back to sort of my first couple of shifts I did find it really terrifying and I feel like I've wiped that from my memory and replaced it with good memories so I was quite shocked Mm. to read how actually scared that I was no that's quite glad that I did it for sure Lauren I just know that that was the whole that's I think that's why I relate to it so well Lauren that's the reason I made this podcast in the the first place especially last season which is my first season just trying to document my whole way through my graduate year starting in ICU and even now, I, I go back and listen to those first few episodes as well. And it's like, that's how far you come in, in such a yeah. short amount of time. It's amazing, and it, and it, isn't it? It, it is, because it, it is such a, a big difference, especially moving away from home, especially mm. 
starting somewhere new and now you've got all that added pressure on you just simple little things like walking into the the drug room for the first time I remember reading that in your book as well and even just just reading that little thing I'm like I think we all feel the same way in that regard (laughs) you can't really put a any words on it and and you tell someone else and they're just going to be like yeah whatever like fair enough but it's not until you really begin and you start doing it yourself that it really starts to really click yeah um but there was so much especially I'd say the first 50% of your book I'm reading every page and I'm going through it thinking that's that is exactly how I felt as well and that's why I absolutely loved reading it and there's things in there which is little things like I remember being a little bit um uh when it came to new skills uh, I remember looking at something like tracheostomies because it wasn't something I really cared for too much uh, in my student days but I would come through shift to shift and I'd always be terrified of doing what I look at now being you know quite easy but just changing tracky dressings and I always used to be like what am I doing like I'd always sort of put it off that little bit more but as you say in your book it says you're saying like give it a go with a buddy and that in direct quotes it's not as scary as as you may have thought um the book is just littered with that sort of advice which I which you can read and go that's that's exactly how I felt too so (laughs) um and you even talk through some of the the challenging parts which I love about as well and so you talk about um, some of the stressful shifts that you had yeah and there was one particular one in there as well which you're talking about um it was such a terrifying shift with someone just giving you a bad time that you end up going home and buying a hamster yeah (laughs) tell me more about that oh I'd wanted a hamster for years and years and because I was living on my own I was like I need a little buddy and just one shift kind of oh it was just I don't even think I can remember the details now but I just remember being so distraught when I came home that I was like no I just need somebody here to talk to so I went and bought a little hamster called Bryn and he oh Oh. my, my best mate I like he is the best listener you can ever want <laughs> just get home and have a rant to him and he was just he just sat there looking cute and yeah it was uh the best uh re- remedy for stress for sure is Bryn still with us now uh no um oh sorry to hear that. i've got two cats no <laughs> i've got two cats now so they're just as good at listening but they tend to walk away from me oh very <laughs> cool very cool <laughs> That's such a, that's such an, I read that and I laughed because I was like, that is, that is fantastic. I absolutely <laughs> love that. And what I love about it too is that you, you talk about these real recounts, especially in these direct quotes, which I love, because you're literally showing us what you're writing down. You're thinking how you're feeling at that time and you're yeah. marrying it with just absolute golden advice. There's even things in there talking about, you know, conflict management and, mm-hmm. um, you're talking about seeing it from the patient's perspective and there was this one bit in there as well which I love which you're talking about I'm disagreeing with doctors yeah want to talk about more more, a little bit about that one as well so um generally uh I think we're really lucky on on the ward that I work on we get on really well with the doctors and most of them are really good and they really listen to the nurse's advice um but there have been one or two occasions that have been quite difficult where it's almost like the doctors don't really believe you that what you're saying mm. so um the one thing it still still sticks in my head now is that a doctor um 
I'd been trying for five or six hours to get a five-year-old to take her medication and it's medication she needed and she just would not take it point blank and um, I didn't know what to do so I went to speak to a doctor and see if he could offer any alternatives and his response was try harder and I've never been so angry in my oh, life. Sure. I was absolutely raging so I went in again and I took him with me and I tried again and uh, the little girl spat it out all over me and all over him and I think then he kind of realised exactly how hard I'd been trying and to be fair to him ever since then he hasn't um questioned me since (laughs) I think he does trust me now but yeah um, I found that really difficult because I think that was the first time that I'd had that experience where a doctor just didn't want to know um because up until then I just had really good experiences with really fantastic doctors so it really took me by surprise oh for sure and I think it's it's something that's quite and that's the reason I bring it up, Lauren, because I think mm. it's something quite stressful to, to yeah. new nurses. Because I, don't, I, I yeah. remember going through uni and there wasn't much. You could learn a little bit about what doctors do. And, of course, you go on your placements and you're dealing with doctors every day. But, again, you're sort mm. of under that safety net of your, of your buddy. And especially yeah. when you've been nursing for a little while and you start having these types of, uh, I guess, you know, conflicts uh, with, with the doctors, you, you look at your buddy and you, your buddy would always handle it. Yeah. But it's not until you sort of deal with it that couple few a few times that you start to build exactly what you need to do. Yeah. But um, no, when I was reading that as well, I'm something you know the way you worded it as well was was fantastic. Um, because again, we we don't learn a lot about doctors at uni. No. Uh, and I know that working in the ICU that I, that I came from were mostly dealing with uh, junior registrars and senior registrars and consultants. But now that I've transferred across over to the emergency department, I'm now dealing a lot more with student um, doctors and um, your interns and stuff like that. So it's yeah. it's a whole new ball game in itself because yeah. they, they themselves are entering the profession They're in those first few years as well. And yeah. this sort of stuff is definitely going to come up. So that's, again, yeah. another reason why I think your book is was fantastic. Yeah, I just wanted to kind of show the real side of it as well and sort of highlight the it's not all sort of sunshine and roses and actually it is quite difficult. And I think if you're prepared for that from the beginning, then it's a lot easier when you come across these tricky sort of moments um, because I didn't want it to be sort of, obviously I wanted it to be positive, but I didn't want it to mm. make out like it was all going to be fantastic and you weren't going to have any problems. So I think that yeah. was a big thing was I think people who don't work in the profession or are new to the profession kind of see doctors and nurses working very well together which 99% of the time we do, but there are the occasions where you have to have these sort of moments. And I think I just wanted to highlight that it's normal. If people have that, it is normal. Oh, for sure, though. That's it. So now that you've you've published this incredible book, which, again, is very, very useful, what sort of reception have you had for it? Because I look on your Twitter account quite often and there's so much positive feedback which comes yeah. on there as well. I've been really sort of overwhelmed by the positive feedback, really. Um, In terms of promotion and stuff, um, the publishers Lantern have done an awful lot for promoting it. And um, and yeah, and I just love when I go on Twitter and I see that someone's tagged me in something or that someone's bought the book and is reading it and is enjoying it or people sort of highlight specific things that they've really related to. I just find it so heartwarming to see that I'm actually helping people and that I'm Mm. making that transition a little bit easier for people. Um, and I absolutely love hearing people's responses to it. And I've been so overwhelmed by everyone's kind words. And it's been kind of, I still find it really crazy that 
people are reading something that I've written and somebody took it on holiday and had a picture of it by the pool and I was like oh my <laughs> word like, I, this is so mad but it's so it's just so amazing I'm so oh, grateful for, oh, for sure because it is it, you, you are making such a true difference for oh. for in, in a profession as you say is quite difficult when you're first transitioning in and uh, yeah. I think something that there's not too many resources out there, which which is what you've you've made with this book. Yeah. So anything I think is um, is is absolutely gold. Yeah. Um, so just talk me through a little bit more about how you went about it, because I know looking at it now, you've you've published this incredible book. You've mm. you've put in all this hard work and effort into <laughs> it. It's now come to fruition where you've got a, a final copy, but. If someone else was sitting here listening to this and thinking, you know what, like I think I'd like to make something similar, have pretty yeah. good accounts, what sort of what sort of advice and what strategies did you do to write this book? So um, I kind of had the idea because, like you said earlier, I was looking for something similar and I couldn't really find anything out there. So I thought, well, why don't I try and write it? I, I mean, writing's always something that I've been interested in. Um, but I, w- I didn't have a clue really how to go about it. So I just did a little bit of sort of Google searching and um found out that you could contact publishers directly so I contacted a few publishers and just to see if they had anything similar in the running or if they would be interested and one of them directed me to Lantern Publishing so I um sent an email to Peter the uh director I think he is of of the publishing company and within a few hours he'd replied saying that they were really keen to sort of take it on and they wanted it finished I think he gave me a seven month time span before they would like it sort of given to them so that they could publish it for the new academic year so um it suddenly went from this little idea in my head to you've got seven months to write it and I was a bit like wow so it was a bit (laughs) of a whirlwind but I enjoyed writing it so so much I it was really surprising actually how much I enjoyed writing it and when I finished it I was almost like oh what do I do now because it had just kind of taken over my life and sort of reflecting on my three years made me realize how much I love the job and it made me it kind of renewed my passion for it. Sure. And so I guess those journals that you that were writing down must have come in handy then for sure. Yeah, really handy. That's where the majority of sort of working through the 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 first half of the book I'd say is kind of you start from day one and it works works through till the end and so reading back through it in a an order like a time Mm. order um reminded me of the most important things to include and seeing my reactions to certain things made me think oh yeah I must write that and oh I'm sure other people feel this I must put that in it and it, it really did help what were some of the challenges that you faced when writing this book um or was it pretty pretty straightforward? You got straight through it. Once I got past the planning stage, it was um, it was actually surprisingly easy. I go. knew I already knew the format. I knew that I wanted it to be realistic and that I wanted to include personal accounts in it because it's a very personal job and it's um, I think to have it back to have things backed up by somebody else saying I've been there, I've done that is really helpful and that would have been what I wanted. So I kind of knew that that was how I was going to go about it, and then um I guess yeah it just kind of flowed oh, fair enough Lauren and so now that you've you've so just out of interest how how far through your nursing career was it that you decided I'm going to write this book um I was two and a half years qualified when I started writing it so I was just coming up to revalidation which I don't know if you guys have something similar in Australia no, but that's no I was reading a little bit about your uh, on on your Twitter account today I was reading yeah. through a little article that you published on that one so tell us a bit more about that 
so revalidation um so uh, in the uk the um council is the nursing and midwifery council so that's the one that you're um recognized by so every year you have to renew it but every three years you have to do what's called revalidation which was introduced i think three years ago or maybe more recent than that um and basically it's just you you build a portfolio as you go and i think everybody does but um the nmc select some people every three years and ask to see it so it's kind of a um training record and um you include uh, like patient feedback or staff feedback about you and your care and it's um you have to do a certain amount of hours of training like non-mandatory training to make make sure that you're keeping up to date with things basically yeah. um and when they introduced it everyone was really scared of it and um people didn't really know what it was about but when I came to doing it I found that it was surprisingly easy so that was something else that I wanted to include in the book kind of to take that fear factor away from it as well because I think people panic that oh it's this old big portfolio but actually Mm. you build it as you go and I I think people don't always realize that they've got it they just need to compile it um so that I was kind of approaching that as I was writing about it which was quite interesting sort of writing as I was going then because it was things that I was doing and learning along the way I could just add it in sure so um it was all kind of around the the same time frame as the book that I was writing so I felt like it was very current Oh, that's that's exactly right. That would have been would have been very convenient for you. That's yeah. And so, Lauren, now that you're a few years in, I'd like to get your mm. perspective of, of what it's like now. So for myself, I'm, I'm now a quarter of the way through my second year as a nurse. Mm. What's it like for yourself those few years in now that now that you've got your own students and you've got your own grads that you are looking after? Yeah. Uh, how has your how has your perspective changed at all? Um. Yeah, I think it um, when, kind of when you stop and reflect on it, it's surprising how much it changes and how quickly, because there's so many things now that I do without even thinking about that as a newly qualified nurse or even maybe a year ago, I would have been terrified to do. And when you stop and think about it, it's surprising how quickly you pick things up. Um, but I love working with students. I love working with newly qualified nurses. And I think it's just so important to remember how you felt at that point and kind of be sort of sympathetic to that because little things to me like taking a cannula out don't seem that scary at all because we do them day in and day out but to students they might have only done it once or twice so it's something that's still really scary so I do always make sure that I think of how they must be feeling but I love working with them and being able to teach them and feel like I'm making their student days feel a little bit less scary and that's always been my aim and um, and yeah I really love doing it. Oh, that's great, Lauren. And so what's next for you now? Is it going to be like a, a book number two or what's in the future <laughs> for Lauren Philpott? Uh, I haven't really thought that far ahead, really. I think I'd um, I'd have to wait a little bit more time before I wrote anything else <laughs> purely because I, uh, I've run out of resources at the moment. It all went into the first book. Um, but I'm just focusing on kind of learning and improving as a nurse and we'll see what happens. That's it, Lauren. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. It's been lovely to talk to you. Thank you. Have a good day. Thanks, you too.